No. What's your least favorite scary movie? Gonna have a pool party. Gonna invite all our friends. Gonna have a. I don't remember the rest of the words. Welcome to What's Your Least Favorite <laughs> Scary Movie. <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk about Jeff at least. Pool party at, at Jeff's house. house. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd in all of our favorite, and least favorite scary movies. Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base. Even if we don't always get it. My name is Travis. My name is Jesse. And today we are back with another bonus live, uncut, and mostly undrawn episode of To Be or Not To Be. Yay. All right. This and, is uh, the bonus series where we go through movies we've never seen on Tubi and mm-hmm. give a chance. Generally, smaller movies. Yes. Movies that need some love, Mm -hmm. some attention. And uh, boy, did we find one this time. That was small and needed some love and some attention. Yes. Yes. So we're talking 2017's Pool Party Massacre. 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 Okay. So Pool Party Massacre premiered April 20th, 2017. You can watch it on Tubi. Yes. I don't care where else you can watch it. This is Tubi or not to be's moment. On Tubi. It's on Tubi. <laughs> Written and directed by Drew Marvick. Music by Mike Conway. Special effects makeup by Christopher Arredondo and Katie Jacobs. Starring Kristen Noel McCusick as Blair Winthorpe. Margot Neme as Nancy. Drew Marvick as Blaine Winthorpe. Alexis Adams as Tiffany. Destiny Destiny Faith Nelson as Jasmine, Crystal Stoney as Brittany, Jennifer Marvick as Kelly, Mark Justice as Troy, and Nick Byer as Clay. I have absolutely no box office uh, information for this. I don't think that this... uh, Something tells me this did not release. Absolutely none. Uh, It currently stands at a 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 4.3? What the fuck? Are you calling it rude? That's very rude. That's okay. like that's just straight up disrespectful. <laughs> the Honestly. disrespect. Okay. So I pulled three movies and none of them had box office information readily available on IMDb either. So I just went with their IMDb scores. All right. And I was mostly going off of poster vibes. Because that was a big part of the reason I chose this movie. Okay. Was poster vibes. So the first one, the babysitter. Okay, yeah, very similar. I can see it. October 13th, 2017. Currently sitting at a 6.3 out of 10. Okay, that's not bad. Tragedy Girls. Okay. That released October 20th, 2017. 6.0 out of 10. I can see the similarity with the poster. And I'm sure the box office information exists because I feel like I was able to find some when we covered it on our episode, but it wasn't there on IMDb. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was a uh, smaller scale movie also. Yes. Filmed in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then the third movie, Garden Party Massacre. Garden Party Massacre? Garden Party Massacre. Oh, dude, we have to check that out, too. <laughs> and that released September 22nd, 2017. Wow. So there's like a whole bunch of massacres going on in 2017. Yeah. And that has a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. So a higher score. Yes. Interesting. That yeah. piques my curiosity. Hmm. One tagline. Un. Okay. Worst pool party ever. Okay. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I think that that's a line from the movie. Yeah, the ending line. Yeah. 
but still, nah, I don't really care for that as a tagline. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm, yeah. Don't yeah. like it. This movie deserves so much more than that. Yeah. And the writing is there. It but is, it could yeah. be it could be there. Yeah. Um since it's RTB or not to be, not as much in depth information, but I do have something that I caught while I was writing down a cast and crew. Yeah. I remember you saying that you had a fun fact for me here. So does the name Drew Marvick sound familiar at all? Drew Marvick? Mm-hmm. Um, is that the director and writer? Director and writer, and he also plays Blaine. And Blaine is the boyfriend. The brother. Right, the not creepy brother. No, he's Blair's brother. With oh, the beard. that dude. Yeah. Oh, he directed it? That was mm-hmm. the director? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's something familiar about him. I just, uh, I don't really know what it is. So do you remember the segment in 13 Slays Till Christmas with the brother and sister and the brothers talking about Santa's evil twin? Uh, yeah, maybe. It's the one with the, because he starts playing the record backwards. Oh, yeah, that one? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, who's... He was the writer and director for that. Really? Those are his kids in that segment, and he played the evil brother of Santa. See, and that was like one of my favorite ones in that movie. That was probably the best one. One of the best ones. I can't really remember the other ones, but that one always, like, that one had an impression on me. Yeah, you liked that one and the radio one. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we... uh... We got some connections going on there. Yeah, I wonder if that means like he's from like around these parts. It seems possible because I know they really wanted it to be a lot of like local filmmakers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. Well, that makes sense. Why I would like this movie then? Yes. Exactly. I guess is um getting us on into our segment about talking about our feelings about it. Yeah. And uh, I'll go first since you picked it. This is Jesse's pick, by the way. It was my pick. Um, so yeah, good, bad, ugly, and absurd. Uh, this movie is just fucking fun. I, um, I didn't know what to expect. I felt like this might be like a, um, like somebody just trying to ride the waves of like the massacre movies, like Summer Party Massacre. Even the logo in the movie, I think it's like the same massacre logo on all of the Slumber Party Massacres, at least. The same font? Yeah, the same font. So I thought that that, like it was maybe trying to just like, coast off of that and maybe like not really be a uh, a well put together film but holy shit was that wrong like the movie it has humor this movie is legitimately funny this movie has great kills um the special effects are fucking amazing and that's the thing that shocked me too i didn't expect it to be as good as it was like this movie just surpassed every expectation that I had set going in. I, uh, like I went in expecting like cheap fun, but like it's cheap for sure. But my my god, like they they did a great job with what they had. I think that the killer is good. The way that they shoot the scenes with the killer, you don't see anything. It's all from the waist down. But like every time that he's on the screen, it's menacing. I like how he keeps going back and forth to the next door garage to get a new tool as a weapon. It is so hilarious him gently placing the tools back exactly where he mm-hmm. got them. That is my level of humor. I love it. Soaked in blood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's just great. I I have a great time with this movie. Um the bad for it. Um I feel like uh it might be part of like 
the intention of this movie, but like none of these people really have like good chemistry. Like yeah. everybody hates each other, and it's so weird. Like you can have good chemistry while hating each other. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's just, uh, eh. I mean, like the acting is kind of not like super great. But then again, it's kind of to be expected. And then at a certain point, is that intentional? You know. But either way, like it's not to a point where it's distracting. I think that just like the characters, like everybody hating each other, is it's a weird dynamic. <laughs> Like, nobody's actually friends in this movie. Everybody's just shit-talking one another the entire time. It's just kind of weird. Um, the ugly for this, um, I think um, some of the shit with Quay is mm-hmm. kind of, uh, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think that he's a funny character, but my God, man, he, like, walks that line as close yeah. as you can. There's a hard turn where I went from loving him as a character to being really grossed out by him. Yeah, I was um, I was expecting his character to go in one direction, and then, like, they leaned hard in the other part of his character. And I was like, okay, if this is who we're getting. But Strong choice. Yeah, you know, but he's still... Um, even though he's kind of a shitty guy, like a lot of the things he does and says in the movie is still kind of entertaining and he's still pretty funny <laughs> to a certain degree. Um, and the absurd for this, um, I think um, just the whole thing with her parents in the opening. Um, we always did like Nancy better. Yeah, just like straight up <laughs> telling your daughter to her face that you like her friend better who's standing right next to you. Oh. And then also they're like idolizing her brother who like the like the point when they show the family portrait, like they all look normal. And then like the brother's like this giant dude like with the massive facial hair. Yes. Just something about seeing him paired with them made me laugh. And it's, I don't know, it's just weird, but... Boy, this movie was not what I expected, and I'm really happy about it because I fucking love this movie. I'm going to give this like an eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yeah. Okay. It's fun. So I picked this movie for two reasons. Uh, One, the poster always catches my attention. It looks like the cover of like a Christopher Pike novel. Mm -hmm. And so that immediately has my attention. Like, okay, I want to watch this. And then... The trailer, it gave me very like Dude Bro Party Massacre three vibes. I can see watching that. it. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, yeah, I want to give this a chance. Like there, there's multiple reasons for me to want to say yes to this movie. Oh god, yeah. So that's it's what we went with. It's a cool hour nineteen, so it's an easy watch. Yeah, obviously it's on Tubi, so it's full free. Full free. Full free. It the humor is like absolutely on point. I love it. It's so so dumb. Um <laughs> It's dumb, but man, like I feel like everybody sells their parts so well. They really do. I love I love a movie Mean Girl so much. So but they're all mean. I know. Where you hate that they're all mean. I love it because I love a mean girl. <laughs> I think it would make sense if Blair was the mean girl. And it's funny that they're all over at her house and she's just like this person that hates everybody. Mm-hmm. Like she hates fun, but like they all just hate each other the entire time. Yes. I guess it is kind of funny, but at the same time, like Jesus. Yeah, I, I think that's really fun. I like the dialogue with her parents, just very bleak. Uh-huh. It's just, it's so much fun. It's so well-written in terms of the humor. It sets the tone. Yeah. It really does. And the effects are great. 
I like this is really great fake blood. Like there's a kill in the opening scene where you see the blood go into the pool and it behaves the way blood would if it was dripped into a pool. I like it's just nice. Yeah. Um the bad I think I think the chemistry more or less comes from like they're not all super experienced actors. That might be it. Um so I think that there were just moments where there was like a little bit too much of a hesitation in them responding to one another with their dialogue. I think like if it had been sped up a little bit, that would like elevate this movie immensely. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you can really tell between some of the actors like Blair and Blaine at the end, their characters have a really good dialogue with one another. Um, Troy and Tiffany have good dialogue with one another. I think Quay is pretty, he's probably the best actor out of all of them in this movie. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Jasmine, their little dynamic with one another. I like they all have their moments, but like as a big ensemble, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ugly Clay. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. He's like a problematic dude. That's yeah. his whole character. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the absurd. Oh, I just I don't even know where to start. I just <laughs> all of it. The whole thing's absurd, but it in is. a delightful way. Yeah, in the best possible way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe I'm higher on this than you I are. I know. I was not sure how you felt about this movie because, like, every time this, an ad break would happen, you'd go, this movie, man. And, like, I couldn't tell if it was a this movie or, like, a this movie. No, so. man. I was loving it the entire time. <laughs> I, did you not hear me laughing at, like, all those parts? Like, I thought it was hilarious. I thought the kills were great. Like... I don't know. There's not a lot I can complain about with this movie. Honestly, that's kind of a perfect movie for me. <laughs> well, we're starting off with an average of 7.75. All right. That's less rude. I can't believe the IMDb for this thing is like four I or know. something. That's I know. so crazy to me. Okay. So we start off with an extra wide driveway and being the responsible adults we are, we we're both talking about how nice it would be to have a double wide driveway like that. Yeah. Jesse just immediately was like, oh, double wide driveway. <laughs> Uh, this is a good intro. So uh, Pinker's pool repair arrives at the house and uh, it's this dude who is like listening to metal music mm-hmm. and he's there just to clean the pool. And then meanwhile, this lady is out there sunbathing and she's trying to get his attention. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to make it seem porny. Yeah. And I like the captions. It says funky bass music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so like she's she thinks that um, so the guy's like hey Mrs. whatever um, and then she's like oh hello um, I'm gonna need you to come over here and help me you know put lotion on the hard to reach places meanwhile he's got music blasting and he can't hear anything she's saying yeah but she thinks that they're actually having a conversation this entire time um, then she looks over and he's gone mm-hmm. and then she just thinks okay he's gone and then we see the killer mm-hmm. approach and come in. She thinks that it's the pool guy coming back to actually have sex. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy has what's his weapon here? Is it a hammer? Um, no, it's a uh, something serrated. It's like a oh, it's, hedge yeah. trimmer type thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes that and I kills mean, her with it. Yeah. Slits her throat. Yeah. And then also goes back out and has already killed the pool boy too. Mm-hmm. And then we get this opening credit scene, which is 8-bit animation My set God, over dude. top of some heavy metal. And I like it. I love this intro. It's so good. <laughs> like I, I was trying to figure out like, are these all kills 
that are happening in the movie or are these kills that happened beforehand? Is this like what this guy was doing? Because it ends with the pixelated kill of her at mm-hmm. the pool there. So like, I like it as like a little like, this is what this guy's yeah. been up to. Prequel moment. Yeah, and now we're here with him. So like he's going outside, walking out, and then he sees next door over that um, Blair is talking to her parents and saying yeah. goodbye because they're leaving her alone at the house for the weekend. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, of course you can throw a party, honey. Just no threesomes in the bedroom. And then the mother's like, honey, don't rule that out. That's how we met. And she's like, oh. Yeah, and the entire time that they're having this conversation, they're holding their dogs, and one of them is Darla. And Darla is just looking at the camera with this look. It's like, are you guys Darla's shit? legs are dangling. Like, they've got, they've got her arm around her chest and torso, and the legs are yeah, just yeah. dangling. It's like the gym helper look that yeah. Darla's giving the camera every single time I was like seriously guys are you guys seeing this shit this shit is so fucking wild and I like that uh because <laughs> don't let her walk on the pavement because it's much too hot for her out and I like feel that with every inch of my soul because Talia poor sweet Talia does not have the survival instinct to not walk on hot pavement mm-hmm. we have to like steer her off of it in the summer yeah so they're gone they tell her that they love Nancy more than her. Mm-hmm. Nancy is her friend. Um, I don't understand how these two are friends. They are so different people. Um, but they go inside. And let's see, what what happens next? Oh, yeah, they're like looking at the pictures because they were also talking about how they love her brother so much more. And you just get this picture of like this like family. They're like, they all look kind of up, upper class, nice. And, and then, then you, you got have the basically brother. fucking Zach Galifianakis yeah. thrown in there. This fucking mountain of a man with this giant ass beard. It's just so funny to me. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't look like he belongs there. <laughs> He's like the golden child. Um, Blair also has this like funny photo where it looks like she's trying to pose for like the cover of a rap album or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this then, is like where you get an yeah. idea of the humor of the movie. You're like, oh, shit. Okay, this is yeah. what we're getting. And then she goes to... <laughs> Put Darla in her pants uh, room and just tosses. Just tosses. And you get one of those like very obious ADR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally I would frown at that, but like it was it's just so funny. obviously like fake. It's, yeah. You can't not laugh. Um, she gets somebody knocks on the door, and it is uh the former landscaper who I guess Blair. Um. They had a thing. They had a thing, but not really. She blamed. She said that he attacked her, and it, that's not the case at all. Um, and that actually happens to be Nancy's stepbrother. Yeah. And Nancy just consistently refers to him as her brother, and he consistently refers to Nancy as his sister. And Blair's the one that's like, uh, steps of blinks. <laughs> so I relate to Blair in this next moment because she's trying on different outfits for the party, and she's just crying, and she's like, nothing in my closet works. <laughs> It's a very relatable moment. Everybody has been there. So many swimsuits, man. So many swimsuits. So she finally finds one she likes, and then she hears um, spooky sounds. And she goes to investigate and uh, ends up running into Nancy. And then they fight with each other about her stepbrother, Danny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, they have like a whole argument there, but uh, the rest of the friends come over. Yeah, they're sneaking in through the garage. Yeah. They're in various states of like ready for the pool party because Jasmine's just in a straight up bikini already. Mm-hmm. One of them has jean shorts over her bikini. One's got like a full dress on. It's I just think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> And then they uh, argue about making drinks. They're all very, very rich girls. They aren't used to making even their own drinks, I guess. Yeah, um, one of them was like, uh, yeah, my dad owns a bar, so we have all kinds of people to make (laughs) us drinks. She's like, does anybody know how to make a mojito? And Brittany, who I think is probably my favorite of these, she goes, I'm not Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> um and i also like how like none of them remember nancy they all went to school together yeah. but like none of them can remember her because she's not like a rich kid yeah um so they make her go get some champagne downstairs while they go all while they all go out to the pool mm-hmm. um and we see a shot of the killer in the cellar behind nancy as she walks out and yeah. it's a creepy shot because like he's at the bottom of the stairs in the shadow and you just see like his silhouette yeah yeah it's nice um he's got a hammer at this point too yes um so they're all sitting outside chatting uh one girl uh what is her name i don't remember her hold name. on most of these people i don't remember um, their names honestly oops wrong sheet kelly kelly okay she um she is being called out by her boyfriend because i guess she said she was going to the spa with her mom which was obviously a lie mm. and her mom posted something to her story and uh, he was like, I thought you were at the spa with your mom. So she like goes inside to call him. And while she's talking to him on the phone, the killer comes up and like takes the, um, not the hammer part of the hammer, but the the little prong the claw. part. Yeah, the claw. Yeah. Um, and sticks it up through her chin. Is this the girl that they're all like shitting on her boyfriend, calling yeah. him a loser? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how they're all no, just, they're like, sh- Yeah, they're saying like he sucks, but he's rich. So like she doesn't stand a better chance with anybody else. Yeah. And they're like, well, he doesn't worship you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tiffany reveals that she invited her boyfriend Troy over. And she's like, I hope that's not weird for you. I know I stole him from you in the eighth grade, Blair. And like the timeline is so funky because Nancy's in grad school. So they're all clearly like in their 20s. Mm-hmm. So like this eighth grade drama stuff. It's like, have you guys been together since the eighth grade? I'm assuming no, but yeah. they're together now. So Troy comes in with his brother, Clay. Um, boys weren't supposed to be over. <laughs> and this is where I get even more confused. She's like, well, his parents are home, so we can't be at his house. And my parents are home, so we can't do it at my house. And I'm like, you guys are adults. Yeah. You're adults, and if you all have houses this size, it can't be that hard to sneak your boyfriend in. Yeah, for real. I um, I like so like Quay is there, and he's just kind of like tagging along. I don't think that they any of them know Quay, <laughs> but uh, I like uh, Troy's like taking what's the other girl's name? Tiffany. Tiffany. They're t- going inside to like have sex, but he's like, like toss me a beer, Clay. So he's he, like, yes, brother, yes. And he <laughs> tosses it to him. Troy catches it, but because his hands are full, he opens it with his mouth, and it's so <laughs> campy in a way that I just, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clay pulls out his boombox, and he starts playing some metal music, so we've got, like, the speakers going on with Blair's summer mix, um, yeah. but then we also have this boombox going with the metal music. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The killers grabbed a pickaxe at this point from the garage. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, there's a lady next door who is having 
an angry German tea party with her doll. Yeah, this is a very weird moment. Like, this is like such a strange character to have here. Yeah, well, she's she hears the metal music. She hears the commotion. She's annoyed. She just wants to have like a, tea a party. nice quiet tea party. Yeah, she wants to have a nice quiet tea party. So she goes over next door and she rings the bell and she's getting ready to yell, except then she gets a pickaxe to the skull. Yep. So, you know. That's it. Don't <laughs> complain about the noise next door, people. Yep. Uh, so Troy and Tiffany were upstairs having sex. Yeah, Troy brought tools. I need my tools. <laughs> um, but he has to go downstairs, and uh, Tiffany's tied up during this. Yeah, so he she's leaves like, her tied up. Yeah, she's left like that. And he's like, I can't go again right now, babe. She's like going, mm, oh, like trying to get <laughs> yeah. him to untie. And he's like, I can't go right now. I need a break. I'm going to go get a beer and a pizza, and then I'll come back and see what we can do. <laughs> and meanwhile, Clay is outside being like creepy to the girls, like doing really awkward pickup lines. He's trying to like get the pool party started. So he's like going over there and getting in his underwear. Um it's a speedo, and it's a Where's Waldo speedo. Is it? I, I I'm thought it was fairly like his underwear. Cer- no, I'm fairly certain it's a Where's Waldo speedo. Because he was wearing trunks before. He was already wearing well, swim trunks. he had trunks. multiple layers already. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Sure. So, yeah. It's like a Where's Waldo speedo. And I'm not uh, talking like red and white stripes. I'm talking like one of the pages from a Where's Waldo book. I mean, obviously, Waldo's on the dick, right? I'm assuming You so. would have to be there or at the butt. The butthole. Yeah, like right in the one, no right. in between, like dick or the butthole. It's either one of those. Uh, it doesn't matter. He takes it off. He's skinny dipping, and yeah. uh, nobody wants to join him. Um. Meanwhile, inside, Tiffany gets an axe to the throat, and she can't do anything about it because she's tied up. Yep. Uh, but the good, what Troy assumes is good news for her is that his boner's back. Yeah. What does he say again? <laughs> he's like, Good news, babe. My boner's back. <laughs> yeah, as he's running up the steps. But it's the way he says it, too, right? It's not just that he's like, good news, babe. My boner's back. But it's like, good news, babe. My boner's back. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs upstairs, and uh, he ends up getting got himself. Yeah, he gets the axe to the head. Yeah. So Clay is uh, going on and on and on about Ferris Bueller to Nancy and how like uh, Ferris is just a figment of Cameron's imagination. I love this theory. And it's so stupid. she is calling out all of the reasons this theory doesn't work. And it very much makes me think of that random dude at Best Friend Bar who was trying to tell me all about Jenny in Forrest Gump, except he couldn't even get her name right. And I was like, I'm not having this conversation with you. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember Yeah, that. he kept calling yeah. her Penny. And I was like... I'm not having this conversation with you right now. <laughs> uh, so after she basically like smokes him on this whole theory, like how it's all wrong, he like turns to uh, Brittany and starts trying to do it again. Except then he's got gross stuff in his thermos and tricks her into drinking it. Yeah, um, it's, it's nasty and problematic. And uh, is that what assaultive. is it really that stuff? Yeah, like I didn't like that's I don't know. It didn't make any sense. But OK, yeah, if that's what it is. And yeah, let's just not. <laughs> yeah, uh, I forget what they said, but I did write down what I heard versus what was on the captions because Clay, what I heard him say was, did you quote Toy Story to me? He did say that the caption said. Did you quote Tolstoy to me? Tolstoy? Yeah. 
Ooh, okay. Which one would it be? I heard Toast. To, toast. Toy Story. Toy Story. That's you what heard, I heard Toy too. Story. Yeah. I think Toy Story makes more sense. I just think it's funny that the caption said Tolstoy. What did she say? I don't remember. I'm okay. gonna write that down. Um, then the girls have a fun moment where they make fun of guys' ejaculative faces. Oh yeah, <laughs> the O face. <laughs> it's a, it's a really funny scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now Clay is inside and he's being really creepy. Yeah, he's going to go take care of things himself, if you know what I mean. And he's taking family photos to do it. I, I think mm. that's... Okay, man, it's problematic, but like the whole scene with him going in there, he grabs a picture of her mom. And, and like, he keeps calling her Mrs. Blair's mom. <laughs> I like how this, like <laughs> he's building a whole scene. He's like, don't you look at me. Don't you look at me. And he's like slapping himself in the face. <laughs> it's so weird. Um the girls are also going inside to get themselves some champagne. Yeah. Um, there's a pizza delivery by Chet. Uh, he gets a hedge trimmer to the gut. And then the killer has uh, <laughs> this drill. And he's plugging it in. And he like aims it just right to get the drill to go through the wall and into Clay's chest. Yeah. I, I was happy. They you kept, were so excited when you saw the drill because it was like industrial. Drill. Yeah, it was like, like industrial slumber party mess. They would drill. go to the the tool shed and it's front and center every single time. But like he would hover his hand over it and then go to like something next to it. So it, I was really happy to see the drill come out. So Brittany and Jasmine decide that they're going to make some drinks at the bar, and they're just like, <laughs> they're like me. Whenever you're like. Do you want to make the drinks? And then I just start throwing stuff yeah. into a glass. And I'm like, we'll see how it tastes. And you're like, what is it? And I'm like, I don't know, a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's so good. Sometimes it's, I usually have a pretty good palate for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but um, Jasmine ends up accidentally spilling it all over herself. Yeah, well, because she's got the little the martini shaker, but she doesn't put the cap on it. So yeah. it immediately gets all over her. So and... she was like, I've got to go wash this off before it makes myself tanner streaky. So she's going into the shower. Um, I call bullshit on this bathroom. This is a poor person bathroom. I know because it looks like our bathroom. It's a tiny bathroom, yeah. <laughs> There's no way this bathroom belongs in this mansion. Yeah, it's a nice, nice house and like a tiny, tiny little bathroom. <laughs> mm, nah, unless it's like... Like this seven is, and a half bathrooms, and this is like the half bathroom. This is a solid middle class bathroom. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, she's in there taking a shower, and uh, during all of this, the killer has grabbed, it's like a weed eater type thing. Yeah, it's a weed whacker for yeah, sure. Yeah, and he goes over there and like chops off her legs with yeah. it. Sure. I'm sure that's how that works. <laughs> Either way, she's dead now. Um. Brittany goes back outside and she gives Nancy Jasmine's drink and she's, um, they're like chit-chatting a little bit, having a moment. And then she goes, oh no, this attorney, the LA attorney commented on my pick. Except she, she doesn't say commented on my pick. She goes, he commented my pick. And I thought maybe it was a flub, but she says it like three more times. Like she runs inside. She's like, I gotta go tell Jasmine. Jasmine, the attorney commented my pick. <laughs> And I love it. And I love that the actress that plays this character has like giant um, plugs in her ears. Yeah. And like they have her hair down to like kind of cover it, but like it'll pop out sometimes because she's not <laughs> the type that would have stretched lobes. Yeah. So I, I love catching little things like that. <laughs> 
Uh, um, but while she's going inside trying to find Jasmine, she finds her body. Then she finds Tiffany and Troy's bodies. And as she's like having her little. Man, the birds are angry. Um, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, we've got trees right outside our window and the birds are going off. Yeah. Uh, so she's like doing a little circuit around the upstairs. And at one point she's like got her back against the door and a machete goes through it and through her. Yeah. So Blair <laughs> and Nancy con- are talking. They're having a heart to heart. Yeah. Um, Nancy has convinced Blair to go inside to either have a good time and join some random sex that's going on or break it up. Yeah, Nancy's whole philosophy towards Blair is basically like you would loosen up a lot if you just got laid. Yeah, pretty much. Which is kind of like, uh, there's a lot to unpack with that mentality, but. Uh... <laughs> I think she's just like, just be open to experiences. Yeah. And, you know, go in there, either shut it down or like have a fun time, basically. So she goes in there. To try, I think her goal is actually to get everybody to stop. She doesn't want any fun to be had at her pool party. She's the fun police. Yeah. Um. And while while she was Nancy, away, yeah, Nancy's sitting outside, and she gets a mallet to the head. Yeah. So Blair goes inside, and she finds all of the bodies inside of one room, including one that's like propped up behind the door, and it falls on her. Mm-hmm. And she goes. Dick, did you make that body fall on me? And it's Blaine is the killer. Yeah. And it goes, ha, 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 super 80s, isn't it? Gonna be honest, did not see this coming. I didn't either. It's a nice twist. Yeah, I was like expecting it to be one of the people that we thought died already. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be something weird or it's gonna be Danny yep. or, or something pretty Just somebody random, like in all yeah. the other like Slumber Party Massacre movies. It's just some random person usually. Um, but no, it's the brother. Yeah, so basically what happened is Blair asked Blaine to help her kill her friends, and she wants to pin it on the creepy guy across the street, but uh, Blaine is like, no, I'm actually like really good at this, and I want to become famous for being a really good serial killer. Yeah, I forgot about the creepy guy, because like, it's not even a creepy guy. Like Whenever, at the beginning of the movie, when her parents left, she like just says, and she's like, oh, look at that creepy guy over there, and it's just <laughs> this guy out there like cutting like the yeah. limbs of his tree. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck are you looking at me for? So, um, of course, Nancy wasn't killed yes. by the mallet to the head. And she's hearing all of their confessions and them having their little sibling bickering, which is made funnier by the fact that they, like, had this whole murder plot. Yeah. And uh, she, like, slowly reaches into the pocket. I think it's Troy might be next to her. And she grabs the phone. She texts her brother what's going on silently. Yeah. And then she makes a run for it. And so they have this whole chase scene um and she ends up using the machete on blaine because that was one of the few tools he didn't actually put back he had left it in the door yeah gets him into tommy Mm -hmm. um and blair says that she um wants fame she hates her friends and she uh she's very slut shamey towards them she's like i'm not a slut so i deserve to be famous and um nancy's like make a sex tape like everybody <laughs> yes and she's like no that's I'm like her answer slut. to everything yeah just, just have sex yeah yeah so uh nancy ends up uh taking an axe to blair's head yep and she's dead yep um <laughs> this i feel like between the drill and this moment with darla 
like clearly Drew Mardik is a Slumber Party Massacre fan because we cut to the dog eating the pizza. Yes, yes, I love it. It's like, I'm glad that like Darla just gets a final moment. Yeah, we see a moment. Darla, the dog, does survive. Yes. Um, And she's eating pizza. She's living her best life. And Nancy walks out of the house and then we see upstairs Blaine is still alive. Yeah, yep. So, uh, that is the movie for y'all. It is. It's short and sweet. It's like an hour and 17 minutes, really. Yeah, it's it's a quick movie. It's fun. It's a good time. Travis, <clears throat> is your score changing any? No, I'm keeping it. Okay. I think I'm going to bump mine up to a 7.5. Okay. So 7.5 and 8.5? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what's our average? Eight. Eight. Okay. Eight is good for this. It yes. doubled the IMDb score that it has currently. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Scout's favorite part of the movie was? Um, I think Scout's favorite part was um, whenever um, Blair tossed Darla into the parents' room. Uh, No. Obviously, Scout's favorite part was when Darla ate the pizza at the end. Okay, I was close. It had to be a Darla moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I could see Scout maybe relating to Blair because you know she kind of has that scowl on her face all the time just always angry she could have also enjoyed blaine because of the facial hair true true okay all right um who did you relate to i um hmm i relate to the pool boy because whenever i'm doing that type of shit like yard work i just put in my headphones and I just don't give a shit about anything else that's going on around me. Okay. So some somebody could be talking to me, something could be happening. I'm just doing my shit. What about you? Um I relate to Nancy and Danny because step siblings are siblings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um one other thing that I really need to talk about with this movie is the song at the closing credits. It is the massacre remix of this song called Pool Party by Mike and Sam and it's fucking hilarious that's what jesse was singing in the opening yes i have listened to it about 10 times since friday night (laughs) it's the dumbest fucking song it's so funny though it's so funny it's fitting for the movie yeah you go listen to it it's a whole story it's dumb humor yeah uh okay i think that that's uh that's covered it travis yeah titular question to be or not to be do you really have to ask of course, man. This movie, like, if I see this thing, like, available to buy, I'm buying this shit. This fucking movie ruled. Yes. I love this movie so much. I would absolutely buy a shirt with this poster on it. Yeah. This movie is so good. I want it to be part of the, like, the Party Massacre franchise. Like, it needs to be just, like, adopted into that. Okay. I've got a 10 out of 10 review to talk about. Oh, you do? Yes. Why? What'd you get a 10 out of 10? Well, because I wasn't sure which way you leaned. Oh, wow, okay. But you'll understand why I picked this one once I get to the end, okay? Okay. Seriously, this movie was way better than I thought it would be. I don't know what that means exactly. Maybe I expected it to be horrible, but it wasn't. It was the opposite of horrible. In fact, I really enjoyed it. I laughed, I cringed, I covered my eyes in fear. Okay, it was more embarrassment than fear. If you're the kind of person that enjoys campy B-horror films full of blood-soaked, beautiful women in peril, then this movie is perfect for you. Pool Party Massacre evokes the spirit and feeling of an 80s horror film but set in modern time, which is something I'm not sure a lot of people have pulled off this well. So grab a cocktail, lower your expectations, and throw on Pool Party Massacre. You won't regret it. 
Oh, did I mention my son made this movie? That's uh, why I expected it to be so horrible. Just kidding, Drew. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah, I saw that and I was like, I like this review. I'm keeping it no matter what. Aww. I mean, honestly, though, that is like, I think that that's an honest review, though, because that's kind of where I was at. I didn't expect it to be bad, but I thought it was going to be like somebody just trying to make like a massacre movie, like a party yeah. massacre. I'm just going to call it party massacre. Yeah. And, um, you know, just try and like just try and hit the tropes, but not exactly succeed. But no, this person like knew what they were doing and yeah. they just fucking made a great movie. Yeah. You can tell it was made by somebody who absolutely loves 80s cheesy B slashers. I'm keeping an eye on this guy. Yeah. This guy has made like the short was good. This is good. I want to see more from this dude. Yeah. I, I was really pleased with how this was written and directed. Yeah. 100%. I want a sequel. Oh my god! I would so watch a sequel. Yeah, it needs one. So, all right, that's that's probably our shortest episode to date. But you know, just go like go it's a short it. movie, yeah. short episode. Go go it's, watch this. Yeah, show, it, you got plenty of time left in your Sunday. Throw on some Tubi. Yeah. Watch this. See what else gets uh, recommended to you. Yeah, have a good time. Yeah. All right. Gonna have a pool party. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have Scream 2 coming out later this week mm-hmm. with our friend Steve at uh, the Decision Room. Yep. So be on the lookout for that on Thursday like normal. We also had our Patreon episode come out a couple of days ago. We um, we finally talked about t- Twilight. Yes, Twilight. Yes, and um, not to the degree we normally do, but we just uh, a discussion on what genre is yeah, it? yeah, we made different points in favor of different genres of movie, and um, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody what yeah. we ended up deciding it's, what genre this movie was. It's a silly little discussion it's about fun. a silly little movie. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you want to uh, be a patron and check that out, uh, you can join the ranks of our patrons. We have Michael E. Howard, we have Amber, we have Joe. Prikachan. As is his full name. And we have Eric and Vivi with Shaken Not Scared. Yes. I mixed up the lineup a little bit that time. I reversed it. You did. You did. It threw me off. Yeah. Um, especially like hearing you say Michael's full name because normally that only happens when you read his reviews. And that, I was like, wait, what? I just pulled it from my brain. <laughs> I read one of his reviews for Scream 2 and that's just what it is. Michael Lee Howard. Hello. It's a very nice flowing name. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, go, um, you know, go check it out. Um, thank you guys for being patrons. We really, really appreciate yes. your all support. And if that's not the type of support you were able or willing to contribute at this time, that's fine. But uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you can do that by rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing us with people, mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, tell people about us. Say what's funny. Demand it. Demand it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. So, okay. Thank you for a short and sweet episode. Yes. All right. We'll uh, (laughs) we'll see you guys again on Thursday. All right. Bye. Bye.